the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today, in the Gospels, we have a miraculous scene where God sends his angels to the shepherds. And so they see the angels, and they announce to them this good news that a Savior has been born. And so if we think about it and wonder, why would God send his angels first to the shepherds? If we think about what a shepherd is, is a man who takes care of the sheep outside all day and night, probably smelly, dirty all the time, lowly, humble, the lowest in society, very poor. And so God goes to them first and reveals himself to them in a powerful way. So they have this divine experience and immediately they act on it. They say, let us go in haste to see this great thing that has just happened in Bethlehem. Let's go see if this is true, what the angels have said to us. And so when they saw it, they rejoiced. They had great, we could say, Christmas joy, very happy, exceedingly, glorifying God that they just saw the baby Jesus, right? Very happy. And so I reflected on this and thought, shouldn't we today be more happy than the shepherds who saw the angels and baby Jesus? And I started thinking about that and I started saying, thinking, they saw baby Jesus. But we see the full picture that Jesus Christ has died, not only has died on the cross and has risen from the dead for every single person in this church. And so the shepherds didn't even know that. But they leave with this joy, they leave transformed, they leave happy. But we should be far happier than them, far more joyful than them this Christmas. Because we see the full picture, that he is the Savior, the one who washes away our sins. So we have a bigger, even bigger grace, a larger grace than even the shepherds had, than seeing the angels. We see the full picture. We have the full gospel. They only had a partial part of the gospel. So we have the full good news. A few years ago, well, more than a few years ago, about like 13 years ago, I had a similar experience, maybe not like the shepherds didn't see angels, but I had a similar experience about 12, 13 years ago when I went through my conversion. And I, there was a horrible catastrophe that happened. Um, some tsunami had hit all over the world and, and hundreds or thousands of people had just suddenly died. And then I started questioning God when I was younger. I started questioning God and I started asking him, God, do you really care about this world? Do you care about these people? It just seems some random people just suddenly died. And, and so I started asking God, well, if this could happen to them, what about me? I'm thinking about myself. I was very selfish. <laughs> thinking about myself. What about me, Jesus? Do you care about me? Do you care about my insignificant life? Are you there? So I literally said a prayer in my kitchen, literally sitting in my kitchen. I said, I looked up at heaven, maybe like the shepherd, looking up. And I just said a prayer, short prayer to God. I was like, God, are you there? Do you care about my life? I didn't expect God to give me an answer, but God have mercy on me. He gave me an answer. He said to me very clearly, he said to me, I'm here. Mother Mary is here. 
Saint Joseph is here, but also the devil is here. Which one of us do you want? Pick one. So just like, wow, he just put all the cards on the table. He said, very easy, you know. You would think if God played all the cards on the table and said, hmm, Jesus, the devil, you know, you would think you would pick the right one, right? Yes? Yes? Very easy for me. He made the choice very clear. And I was like, okay. I choose you, obviously. I don't want to go to hell. Obviously, I choose you, Jesus. Right? And so that day, my life changed completely. Completely changed. I, I went to my bedroom, obviously, weeped over my sins because I'm a sinner. Crying over my sins, horribly weeping over my sins. And that day I made a decision. I said, no more lukewarm Christianity. No more, I'll visit you when someone dies at a funeral, Jesus. I'll visit you in the Eucharist, maybe on Easter, maybe on Christmas. I said, no more, Jesus. I'm all yours. And so what I did was just, I googled on Google how to become holy. You know, just Google it. You know, <laughs> it didn't really work that well. Okay, I googled it and I said, what, did, what should I do, Lord? And I got, and I read this thing. It just said a few things that just changed my life. It said, go to daily mass. I was like, okay, I could do that. Pray the rosary. I could do that. Read the Bible. I could do that. Pray to St. Michael. I could do that. Whatever it was, you know, a list of things. And I said, I'm going to find you. I'm going to seek you to know who you are. So from that day... I fell in love with Jesus, not just because of that moment, but every day after that, I really saw the great pearl of our Catholic faith. Before that, I never appreciated, appreciated my Catholic faith. I fell in love with the Eucharist. The Eucharist is Jesus. He's always here, always here for us. And so I share that with you because Jesus wants to speak to you. Believe it. I don't care if you're the worst sinner. I don't care if you are trapped in the depth of darkness. I know what darkness looks like. I don't care if you are lukewarm, if all you do is whatever you're doing, whatever the sin is. Jesus came for you. He came for you and he came to save you. And so, tonight is the night, because you're not here by accident. Maybe you didn't feel like going, maybe you came and walked mostly and into church, but Jesus has called you. He has baptized you. And he wants to speak to you this year, this new year. I really encourage all of you to take hold of that faith you do have and invite Jesus into your day every single day. Jesus, where are you in my life? Jesus, I want you in my life. I want to know you. Pray, cry, weep. It is more important to know Jesus than anything else. More important than your husband, more important than your wife, more important than your kids, more important than everything that's going on in your life, more important than your sickness, your happiness, your career, your college degree, more important than anything because if you gain the whole world, and still are not in love in following Jesus Christ, you have nothing. I have nothing. I can be a priest and not have Jesus. And I need Jesus every single day. And so I encourage you because I know that happened and that was real. That was real. That, what I told you, was absolutely real. I don't deserve a grace like that. 
But what happened to the shepherds was real. And it's written here because Jesus is giving you the same grace he gave to them. So today, I just ask all of you to do your absolute best. It's not that you're doing it on your own. It is the Holy Spirit. I can't force conversion. I can't force you to go through a conversion. But the Holy Spirit does want to speak to you and does want to strengthen your faith. Because we don't want to be... I know what it's like being a, a Christian that goes to only Christmas and Easter Mass. I was that Christian. I was that Christian that was living in darkness. I know what that is like. And I know what it's like being completely changed. And so I just want all of that for you this Christmas. And so today, I encourage all of us to rejoice this Christmas, to have joy, that truly we do have a Savior. And He is saving us and wiping away all our sins. Amen. Amen.